Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Today we are talking to Jackie Vega of The Wellness Solution. Jackie is a registered dietitian, ACE-certified personal trainer, wife, and mom of two, and now podcast host. I'm definitely excited to hear about that new venture. She is the founder of The Wellness Solution, where she offers guidance to her clients on all things health and fitness. We talked to Jackie back in episode six, seems like forever ago, about mindful eating. And if you haven't listened, definitely go back because I think that that episode really goes hand in hand with what we'll be talking about today. Today, we're going to talk about developing a positive relationship with food. I think a positive relationship with food is important at all stages of life and ultimately starts at a young age. Recently, during a food is medicine conversation, I kind of had an aha um, moment um, the more I started to think about the statement. Yes, food can be a source to prevent and combat disease. I fully believe that, Um, but... The fact is food is what nourishes our body to keep us going every day and our perception of food as a positive and having a relationship where we're not looking at it as medicine. Again, I truly stand behind, you know, that we eat to prevent disease and so on and so forth, but it's kind of sending me in opposite directions in my thoughts and so... Um, knowing that we have to eat every day, it's probably a good idea that we have the best relationship with food as possible. So, and food, when you think about it, is attached to memories with family and friends, attached to holidays and good times. Um, you know, those smells that bring back, you know, bring you back to your grandmother's kitchen. All of those things are, are just so amazing to think about when it comes to food. So knowing that, And then thinking about food being attached to kind of negativity or feeling shame or worry or guilt, it's a difficult, um, you know, it's a difficult balance. So, and I've really been thinking a lot about this balance, you can tell, um, for myself and for my family. And I know Jackie is just the person to help me fill in the blanks. Welcome back to the show, Jackie. It's been a while since we connected back in episode six. It seems like such a long time ago where we talked about mindful eating. And I think today's topic is really an extension of our previous conversation about mindful eating. So I'm excited to to talk to you today. And now you have a new podcast of your own, which is really exciting. We need everyone who's listening over here to come over and listen to what you have going on. So before we jump in, tell us a little bit about the new podcast and what you have going on over at The Wellness Solution. Thank you, Amanda. I'm also really excited to be back here with you. Something that I've always wanted to do is just talk and educate people. And when it comes to health and being a mom, I always say, bring it on. And I guess that's why I started the podcast. And more importantly, I just wanted to connect with other health, wellness, and fitness professionals who are moms as well. I feel like we have just a different way of going about our day-to-day schedules and things that we have to do with the kids. And it, you know, we, we connect differently. And I feel like a lot of people look towards fitness professionals, dietitians, maybe even doctors, they look at us as if we're going to have this perfect life and we don't. And I just want to bring it out there to other moms. 
Well, that's awesome. And the 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 name of your podcast is Busy Mom's Kitchen. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So we need everyone to go search search for that <laughs> over on on um, Apple Podcasts and and start listening. Mm-hmm. Well, sounds like you're doing some new great things. Um, but of course, I never expect any less from you. You're you're <laughs> always into something new. But let's jump in today's topic. Um, so today we're going to talk all about having a positive relationship with food. I really feel like there's so much you're, we're seeing these days. Food is medicine. Here's your prescription, which I am totally on board with. I do mm-hmm. believe that food mm-hmm. can combat disease and is you know a means for preventative. But I mm-hmm. also feel like there's this thing around food that we all have, like the smells that remind us of our childhood and our grandma's kitchen and the pie smell and, you know, Mm -hmm. being around the table. And so my fear with so much of this conversation happening around what we need to be doing with food and you need to eat this and this is bad and this is good, that we are, you know, our society is just developing this relationship with food that might not be so great. A friend of mine just told me a story um, about a friend of hers who I do not know, but the story kind of shook me last week a little bit. Um, But the woman had to be admitted for an eating disorder because she had so much anxiety around what she ate due to reading so many health claims and going down the rabbit hole that we can all go down of what you're putting into your body that she was to the point where she could eat nothing. And I thought, oh my gosh. And then when I talked to you, I said, we need to address this. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And unfortunately, it's not uncommon I had oddly, I just heard of somebody last week. Actually, it's an old manager of mine. Um, Her daughter, who's in her 20s, she did die due to an eating disorder. So it's it's not uncommon. And in my podcast that actually went live today, I did talk a super small portion about that. Because it's not uncommon. And it just seems to be even more prevalent in those younger ages. And with you and I both with, well, preteen and teenager now, it's something that we're both very aware of it. And sometimes I find that the conversations that I personally have around food when I'm around friends, I'm, I'm almost afraid to have my kids around me because I don't want the wrong words. Right or thoughts around it to be said. So that's why I do feel that this conversation is important, no matter where we are in our life, you know, the phases in our life and the time of year. Right. So I know there's no textbook definition here, and it really varies person to person. But from your perspective, what does a healthy relationship with food look like? And what does an unhealthy relationship with food look like? I know it's like a loaded question, because I think it's really easy to end up in a place where you have a negative relationship and maybe don't even realize how you got there. Oh, Amanda, a question like this is rough. (laughs) And when you sent these thoughts to me last night, I had to kind of step back. And when I think of it simply, it's eating what you want without feeling guilty. But then I did a Google search. And the first thing that came up was from the National Eating Disorder Association. And the article talked about relaxed eating, preference over position, balance and flexibility. And overall, it was just eating without stress, not worshiping a certain food and certain foods, meaning good, bad, super healthy. Um, 
and avoiding the food rules such as diets or foods that are good versus bad. It's a great read, so I'll definitely make sure that I pass over the link to you. Sure. Yes, I would love that. We'll put that in the show notes so that everyone can kind of take a look at that. Um, You know, we always like to relate things back to how things affect families and especially children. Again, here's another not so simple question to answer, but how do we encourage our kids to have a healthy relationship with food, especially when many of us, regardless of age, don't have it all figured (laughs) out? I mean, really. Uh, So basically, how do you tell your kid not to eat an entire bag of Cheetos in one sitting without them feeling like, you know, oh, I'm a bad person or I'm eating incorrectly or them feeling shamed? Um, Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, there's more to it, of course, but how do you teach them about balance and it's not something so that it's not something stressful to them. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's true. And it's not easy. And when I get questions like this, I always resort back to myself being a mom. So I like to offer my kids, they're 11 and 13, just different smaller dishes or different color dishes, like our popcorn we have, and I got these from the dollar store. We have these little plastic containers that look just like the popcorn bags in the movies. So we'll put the popcorn in there. Ice cream goes into another special dish. So we have a couple of different ones there. And I found this particular one in the dollar section at Target. There's this little, it's a glass ice cream cone and it's white. So that goes in there. Um, If they're gonna have chips, it goes on a plate near a sandwich with veggie slices and fruit. So just taking things out of the container and getting them used to that right from the beginning, or even if it's not from the beginning, just make it something new. I mean, from working with families of several, you know, different stages in their lives, I know that it can be really easy from the beginning, but even as teenagers and maybe those college students that are home, you can just start that type of eating, um, you know, a new way of eating, putting things in little containers and stuff, it can be done. So I'm all about the portions. I I have lived by that um, in adulthood and especially since I've had had kids because I know it's easy to take out the tub of ice cream, uh, (laughs) mint chocolate chip to be (laughs) specific and really forget like, wait a second, how full was this when I started? How many spoonfuls have I had? And I think, you know, it goes back to our original conversation about mindful eating. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when you have something portioned like that, I think you can be more mindful about what you're eating because you recognize how, how much is there. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and using those fun bowls and target dollar bin is always that dollar section is always full of (laughs) fun and dollar store. I mean, we have, we also have like ice cream shaped bowls and things like that. So I'm with you. Um, so it seems like every year there's some new food fad, I guess we're, we're getting ready to move into 2020. So everybody Mm -hmm. get, get prepared for the next one. Um, whether it be keto, whole 30 or the explosion of plant-based alternatives, And it's easy to get overwhelmed and feel like you need to rethink all of your food choices all of a sudden. What have I been doing all this time? You know, it's like, (laughs) ah. Um, I remember a few months ago, celery juice was all the rage. And now I really haven't heard much about it. It was like, hit me hard. It was everywhere. And now it's kind of like on to the next thing. So what's a good strategy for evaluating these trends and deciding if it's something worth trying or if it's just a trend that will come and go? Okay. Well, before I go into that, I also just wanted to say that when it 
when we are trying out these new things as far as how to serve our food, I think the other big thing is too is to not like not not be the person that says, oh my gosh, why did you put that much ice cream in the bowl? Um, so, and I just have to put that in there because I feel like how we talk to our kids is important as well. So, okay. So let me go back. The best line of defense when it comes to all of these different diets out there is knowledge. So read as much as you can, listen to what others are saying, use websites that end in .edu or .gov, look at those reputable sites, look at what the dietitians are talking about. And then you just need to make your own judgment based on what you have learned and the needs of yourself and your family. I like that. That's simp- That's a simple way to kind of evaluate those diets to know where to go. These are the trusted sources and make the decision. It's a personal decision. It's not because, you know, it's everywhere all mm-hmm. over Pinterest. You have to be mm-hmm. doing this. And I always say too, for me, and this came with uh, age, <laughs> um, <laughs> listening to your body, um, just I know that there's things that I eat that I just don't agree with me. So, yep. you know, it's, you know, I, I tell the girls all the time, like, try to listen to what your body is telling you. Like, your body's not going to steer you wrong, but you have to mm-hmm. understand and pay attention to what it's saying to you. I feel like we had this conversation before. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. so that's my biggest thing. You know, they know if there's a day where, you know, we're to go to a theme park and then we go to a dinner and they've had, you know, their their soda of choice whenever they mm-hmm. they uh, splurge for a soda is usually Sprite. And so we drink so much water that mm-hmm. I feel like when there's a shift like that, we're at a birthday party and it's like kind of like, you know, limitless Sprite at their disposal. And mm-hmm. you can see that that both of them will say like, oh, I shouldn't have had so much of that, you know, or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they know you can see. And I'm like, okay, I didn't have to say anything. It's just they recognize, you know, like, yes. okay, there's times for this, but maybe I should not have mm-hmm. like five cups of Sprite in one sitting. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, well, so there's no denying that discussions about weight gain and weight loss are a big part I think of this overall positive relationship with food you know we can say this all day long but um, in a diet culture is a big reason why many people have a negative relationship with food so what's the best approach here you think for people looking to lose weight or change their lifestyle what's the starting point that doesn't send them down the path of yo-yo diets and allows them to reach their goals in a healthy and really a sustainable way making it a lifestyle instead of you know that diet Mm mm-hmm Very true. So we need to understand that it's not all about food and exercise. And the first things that I would consider are proper hydration, plenty of sleep, and I'm guilty on that one. And right now I'm blaming it on hormones. So hard. (laughs) Um, Meditation or some type of personal relaxation and healthy relationships. You obviously don't want to tackle all of this at once. So you want to you want to take (laughs) one at a time, people. Yeah, I think that that's the other thing, too, that people will just be like, I'm going to do this, this Uh. and this and that. And then a week later, they're saying, forget it, I'm throwing in the towel. So taking a look at your life and just figuring out what would be the simplest thing to tackle. And I say simple because no matter what changes we make, they're not going to be easy. So I think that's huge. 
Um, for many people, I find that it's adding water so they'll carry around a water bottle. For others, it's scheduling in those 10-minute morning meditations or morning pages to get their minds clear and ready to tackle the day. And from there, once you've made it a habit on most days, days of the week for at least a few weeks, then you can move on to the next one. And also, I think as well for myself, I always resort back to that busy mom life. We need to be forgiving and if you do find it really difficult, seek the help that you need and don't beat yourself up about don't beat yourself up about it and it's definitely going to take the time. Yeah, and I feel like in you know life in general, I don't remember where I first read this strategy, but I it said if you have a task that seems that you keep putting off and you're just like, oh, this seems like, you know, I don't want to work on this project. It just seems mm-hmm. like too much. Break mm-hmm. it into smaller, like smaller pieces. So if you're looking at something and thinking, this is going to take me five hours to finish mm-hmm. this project, say, and mm-hmm. then how can I break it up into 45 minute, you know, like break it into these smaller mm-hmm. projects. So I think that can kind of transfer over oh, yeah. to this topic where you look at this huge mountain to climb and it's like, I can never, I will never get to the top of that mountain. But then mm-hmm. if you can break it down into those little, like, I'm going to drink an extra glass of water a day, you know, mm-hmm. just those little wins, those will result it, to get you to the top. But yeah. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. looking at it differently, I think, whenever you're not seeing it as such a huge task to to take care of. Mm -hmm. For sure. And so also to add, um, we have the Healthy Family Project Facebook group going on. Um, I need to to add you over into the group because once we... Um, once this podcast goes live, um, we always ask that people continue the conversation over there. So yeah, um, we'll, be fun. yeah, so we'll definitely do that. So if there's any extra questions or thoughts or anything, we'll do that. But we have been doing um, with our registered dietitian several live videos with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did one last night um, dealing with picky eaters over the holidays and kind of being in the mix of things around family. And, and is that the time that you're trying to push the broccoli or is it okay that they have a plate of dinner rolls and that's it um so i would encourage anyone you know it's the same kind of atmosphere over there really low-key no judging believe me we have a rule when you join the group you know we are just having the conversation um and so our registered dietitian's over there and she you know it's free free tips and you can ask her questions and we have people posting things all the time and then we'll get you Jackie in the group too so that so that you can kind of stay in the mix as well so definitely come over there and join us because I feel like we'll we'll have some good advice on tackling a lot of this stuff easily Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so you have not had a chance to answer the question um I went to a podcast I feel like I say this every episode people are like come on we know we know but you don't know Jackie doesn't know so um I went to a podcast conference in August and they Mm -hmm. in one of the sessions they said like something you know interesting to do would to be to ask every guest the same question and you get this diversity of answers and I'm thinking that maybe at the end of the year spoiler alert um I might pull together (laughs) all of these um answers and kind of put them together because I think it they make up such a beautiful um you know kind of hodgepodge of Mm -hmm. what a healthy family means so 
All that said, what do you think it means to be a healthy family? No right or wrong answer. Just looking for that that diversity of response. Okay. So a healthy family, I feel, eats as many meals as possible together, no matter what kind of meal it is. And I say that because in the last, you know, just the last several years, and one in particular that I'm thinking of is during my internship back in... 2010, I was working with a young girl and she just was having a hard time with what to feed her child. And he was very young and I made it clear to her and, you know, helped her to understand that sometimes it's okay that you've grabbed that fast food, that fast food um, meal, but it, cause it's even more important that they're sitting together. So I always have to resort back to that. Whatever it is that you're eating, just at least sit down together. And a healthy family acknowledges that they're in it all together forever. I like it. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Now, oh, now that I said it, though, I'm probably, hey, now I'm going to tie myself into doing it. So I better get started. <laughs> um, so awesome. So like I said, let's continue this conversation over on the Healthy Family Project Facebook page. We want everybody to have a positive relationship with food. Um, and lastly, Jackie, can you just let everyone know where they connect can connect with you? Yeah. So the main thing now, of course, is my love project is to li- hopefully you guys <laughs> would love to listen to my podcast. The real the first one, there's only five as of today. The first one, it just gives you a general idea of what the podcast is becoming. And um, since it's new, you will have to search for it exactly word for word, the busy mom's kitchen. I don't have a little apostrophe in the S either. So I don't know if that makes a difference. It's on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And I believe it's going to eventually be on Spotify and SoundCloud. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and all of that. But I'll have you um, if you want to put the links to that, because that can get a little confusing with all that information. (laughs) Yes, I will. We'll definitely link up to all of that. Any links that we have from produceforkids.com and anything extra, Jackie, that you have that that we can share out over there to just provide more, um, you know, background and everything for this topic. So it's it's been too long. So I know (laughs) (laughs) clearly for the time we spent talking before we started recording, Um, but definitely always love having you on excited for your new adventure. We'll be following along and just thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. Thank you, Amanda. I'm truly glad we had this conversation today. I think it's a, a just a good topic as we, you know, start to move into 2020 and you know, no doubt we'll see all of the new diets for the new year and the new superfoods and everything um to kind of just take a moment and not get overwhelmed with all of it. And like I said, we'll be continuing this discussion over in the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. So be sure to request to join the group and we can add you into the mix. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, you can share it in the comments here or share it in the Facebook group. We're always interested in feedback, please, good or bad, suggestions, anything. We like to hear it, so let us know. And then don't miss out on all of our seasonal recipes over on produceforkids.com. We've got your holiday meals covered. 
We've got how to, you know, how what to do with your leftovers so you're not wasting. We have tons of fun kid snacks um, to take part of and create with your family over the holiday. And of course, if you like the Healthy Family Project, please tell a friend and leave us a rating. It will only help our visibility so we can continue to create a healthier generation together. If you want to tweet direct with me, I'm at Amanda M. Kiefer on Twitter and also on Instagram. And you can find Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.